Welcome to Annersbrook Church. We hope that this message from our senior leader, Brent Lieberzeit, empowers and encourages you. To hear more from our church, make sure that you subscribe or visit our website at annersbrook.co.nz for a service near you. Something about the dynamic of the work of the Holy Spirit. We receive the Holy Spirit when salvation comes into our life. But then there's an outworking of the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit doesn't just remain passive within us. He wants to be active within us. And so in moments like this, in worship, in moments of prayer, in moments of reading the Word of God, the anointing is activated in our life. The Holy Spirit begins to work, begins to generate power and things begin to happen. Things begin to shift. Things begin to change. Things begin to take place. That dreams begin to happen. Vision comes to reality. The work of the Holy Spirit right now on your life. Fresh wind. It's fresh wind. It's new. It's it's manna from heaven. When uh, the Israelites were receiving manna from heaven, they couldn't keep it. They had to take what they needed for that day. If they tried to store it, it would just get rotten for the next day and it wouldn't be edible. It's the same with the Holy Spirit. There's a fresh anointing for you today and tomorrow and the next day. We've got to watch how we don't become so stale. We we start to work in our own way. We start to work in our own strength and try and use our own energy and it just comes to nothing. Whereas God's got an energy for you that is powerful. It's powerful, like that song we sang before about victory, the victory of God, the authority of God on your life. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. You may be seated. Thank you, Jesus. Thanks, team. Acts chapter 2, when the day of Pentecost came, they were all together in one place. And what happened? By the way, they were all together. We are all together. We're together again. Just praising the Lord. We're together again in a Honda Accord. Oh, sorry. One Accord. Something good is. Yeah, absolutely. Come on. We're together again. So, the awesome thing about meeting together is that God can do something different to what He would do for us as individuals in our own individual walk with Him. And when we come together, something good is going to happen. I totally believe that. As we, walk, as we open these doors, something good is about to happen. Something good is about to take place. They were all together and they were in one place. And then suddenly a sound like the blowing of a violent wind came from heaven. Heaven is real. Sound. They were meeting in a natural room, natural door, natural room. I think they had been there for about 10 days, 120 of them, all just hanging out, eating, drinking, uh, and, and having uh, these moments of waiting for the Holy Spirit. That's what they were waiting for. Jesus had told them, I'm going to go to heaven and I'm going to leave with you my Holy Spirit. I want you to wait in Jerusalem until my Holy Spirit comes. I don't even know what they were wait- if they knew what they were waiting for, to be honest. How was the Holy Spirit going to come? 
It says, a violent wind came from heaven and filled the whole house where they were sitting. And they saw what seemed to be tongues of fire that separated and came to rest on each of them. And all of them, all of them, they were together and all of them were filled with the Holy Spirit and began to speak in other tongues as the Spirit enabled them. And that's chapter 2 and verse 1 to 4. But then we go a little bit later on. So a few days, I think, had gone past. And it says here, this is what they did with what they got. <laughs> they devoted themselves to the apostles' teaching and to fellowship, to the breaking of bread and to prayer. And everyone was filled with awe at the many wonders and signs performed by the apostles. Everyone. I love this all together, you know, all were filled. And everyone is filled with awe at the many wonders and signs performed by the apostles. All the believers were what? They were together. And had everything in common. They sold property and possessions to give to anyone who had need. And every day they continued to meet together in the temple courts. They broke bread in their homes and ate together with glad and sincere hearts, praising God and enjoying the favor of all the people. And the Lord added to their number daily those who were being saved. I love this. All the people. They had the favor of all the people. What does Jesus say about that? People will get to know me because of your love for one another. Where there is unity. Psalm 133, already spoken about it this morning, how good and pleasant it is. When God's people live together in unity, it is like precious oil poured on the head, running down on the beard, running down on Aaron's beard, down on the collar of his robe. It is as if the dew of Hermon were falling on Mount Zion. And the, Hermon, the area of Hermon was in the north. Uh, Mount Zion was in the south. It's talking about the dew of the north coming down to the south. It's like when you get the cold, cold breeze coming from the Southern Alps, even though the Southern Alps are south. But we're in the north of the Southern Alps. And it's like the same kind of thing happens. We get affected by the Southern Alps. And this was talking about this Jew of Hermon. By the way, the Jew of Hermon was something that was very, created fruitfulness. There was, there was something of a fruitfulness and, a, and, and something of a growth when the Jew fell on Hermon. And, and it were in this... What this story is, what is being spoken of here in regards to the Jew of Hermon falling on Mount Zion, Mount Zion was kind of like the Southern Alps. Nothing grows. You know what I mean? Like there's no, it's so cold, nothing grows there. And yet here is this incredible sense of the anointing oil that brings growth to a place that's arid, brings health to a place that's, uh, that's barren. And it's... Here, the Lord bestows his blessing, even life forevermore. Amazing, isn't it? The anointing, unity and anointing, they go together. They go together, they work together. They, the anointing, God wants to pour out his spirit on you. And God is not looking for the clever, he's not looking for the, just the intelligent or just the gifted he pours out his spirit on those who are willing to yield to God. Those who simply say, God, I'm, here I am. I'm all yours. Uh, Jesus, at the age of 30, began to prophesy. He began to speak words of purpose over his own life in Luke chapter 4, where he said, the spirit of the Lord is on me and has anointed me. The spirit of the Lord is on you and there's an anointing. 
There's the Spirit of the Lord and there's the anointing. The Spirit of, of the Lord is on me because I have, He has anointed me. And Jesus went on to say to proclaim good news to the poor, to Sent, uh, he sent me to proclaim freedom for the prisoners, recovery of sight for the blind, to set the oppressed, oppressed free, to proclaim the year of the Lord's favour. Uh, Dr. Luke, in the book of Luke, he wrote the book of Luke in the Gospels, and he reports this, he says, and the power and the anointing of the Lord was on Jesus to heal the sick. Probably thought, man, Jesus, you're really putting me out of a job right now, right? Uh, the anointing, what is the anointing? The anointing is the power and the presence of God manifested. The manifestation of the power and presence of God. Uh, in other words, I believe it is tangible. It's tangible. It's not just for a feel-good moment either. It's something can take place when the anointing comes on your life. Scripture tells us the anointing is for, firstly, vision. In the last days, I will pour out my spirit, my anointing, Old men and women will do what? Dream dreams. Young men and women will what? See visions. Uh, the second thing is not just dreams or visions. It's also the anointing is for revelation of truth. Revelation of truth. What is actually the truth? What's the truth about your situation? What's, what's the revelation that you've received lately under the anointing of God? Thirdly, these, the anointing brings freedom. All right, set where he has sent me to proclaim freedom for the prisoners, recovery of sight for the blind. Fourthly, Spirit of God, the anointing gives wisdom. Fifthly, the anointing is power over demons. Sixthly, the anointing releases us from sickness in our body. The anointing is greater than electricity. If you want to have a kind of an idea of maybe what it's like, I can liken it to electricity. I was an electronics technician for five or six years in my previous life. And uh, I learned all about electricity because it was a big part of, you know, part of the study in regards to don't, whatever you do, put your fingers across 230 volts because, and you, we would watch videos of what would happen. It's not probably kill you. But let me say this, the anointing is likened to electricity, but I just want to say this, the anointing is much more powerful than electricity. Uh, and and I'll, there's a great example that when people, we used to, be able to, used to pray for people and people would fall over. Anybody ever seen that? Where people, you think, what the heck is going on? And they'd say to you, well, they're just slain in the spirit like slain in the spirit? Oh my gosh, God's killed them? You know, this whole idea of slain in the spirit. And I think ultimately what happens is, is that there is a, under the anointing, because it's, you know, stronger than electricity, so you, that's the reason why you fall over, I think. But it's not, I mean, it's probably killing something in you, but really it's to bring life and to bring freedom and to bring joy and to bring hope. Most don't understand how electricity works, but if we flick a switch instantly we believe power is going to make the lights work, right? We don't know how that happens for many of us, but we know that if I flick that switch on, it's going gonna, it's gonna to work, right? Light is going to work. In fact, we don't even think like that, probably. We just know it's going to. It's the same with the anointing. There's a supernatural work that takes place. I just got to find the switch. 
Where's the switch? We touch electricity, it'll knock us out. Uh, so much power, there's so much power in the anointing, it can come, it can sometimes feel like electricity. If I, we're talking about feelings, it can feel like electric, electricity. For others, it can come like fire. Someone was telling me the other day, they said, I was praying for somebody the other day and my hand was really, really hot, like it was on fire. But if I touched my hand, it was really cold. And sometimes people feel that when they are understanding or when they're sensing the anointing of God on their life. Um, The anointing of God is greater than anything we could explain. The anointing opens eyes. The anointing anoints ears. You know, God anoint our ears so that we might, uh, eyes so that we might see, our ears so that we might hear. It is an invisible power to every believer and for every believer. Under the anointing, cancer can disappear. Bones can be strengthened. The miracles of God, cancers falling off, muscles, tendons, flesh and skin all being replaced. New teeth. Anybody like some new teeth? This is what the anointing can do. The anointing is God's awesome power, the manifest presence of God. The anointing is so powerful that when it intensifies, because the anointing grows, it's got a growth factor to it, to the point where for some of you, you may feel like, well, the ultimate thing is raising someone from the dead. Wouldn't that be awesome? You know, you... Don't just start there, I think. I think, yes, it does intensify. Maybe start with a headache or something or a back problem or something a little bit more simpler than that, but, but you can work your way up. How does the anointing come? The anointing needs a channel. Just like wire is connected to a power source, that wire is now a channel to a light bulb or ladies, a, a hairdryer, hair straightener. I shouldn't have said ladies, I should have said guys and ladies, men and women. For the anointing to flow, you become the wire, you become the conduit, connected to a power source. And as soon as someone draws on that anointing, then power flows and anything could happen. So there are certain laws. There are certain things that we need to do to make the light work. There's the switch. Where is the switch? I think that the three laws to the anointing that God uses to release on our life, one is the Word of God. The second one is prayer in the Spirit. Remember the Holy Spirit came upon them. They began to speak in tongues. And the third one is worship. Scripture, Word of God is first, second is prayer in the Spirit, and third is worship. Yes, the anointing is released through through prayer. The anointing is released through worship, but it is first released through the Word of God. The anointing of God first comes through the Word of God. The Word is the engine room for prayer, and prayer is, is the engine room for worship, okay? Why? Why does it need to be that way around? 
Why first the word, prayer, and worship? Because you can't worship somebody you don't know. Ultimately, that's the answer. You cannot worship someone you don't know. The word moves you to pray. He will quicken you with his word. The word moves you into prayer. Prayer moves you into worship. But you've got to begin with the word. Jesus said, all authority has been given to me. And then on Luke chapter 10, verse 19, he said, all, all authority has been given to you. He said, I've given you authority to, over all the enemy's power. You can walk on snakes and scorpions. You can crush them under your feet and nothing will in any way harm you. The authority is given to you. I give to you authority. Now, no authority can operate without faith. No authority can operate without faith. Faith releases authority on your life. Now remember, authority begins with faith. And where does faith come from? Faith comes from, or faith comes by hearing, hearing what? Hearing the Word of God, okay? Smith Wigglesworth said this, and Smith Wigglesworth, by the way, was uh, worked powerfully in miracles, signs and wonders, in days gone by. And he said this, I am not moved by what I see or by what I hear. I am only moved by what I believe. I am not moved by what I see or hear. I am moved only by what I believe. Mark chapter 9, verse 23. All things are possible for those who believe. All things are possible to those and for those who believe. When I step into the Word, uh, 2 Corinthians chapter 4 says the spirit, uh, since we have that same spirit of faith, we also believe and therefore speak. There's a faith that is ignited that causes us and helps us to believe and therefore we begin to speak. So it's one thing to have the Word of God in you. It's another thing to actually begin to speak out the Word of God. Since we have that same spirit of faith, we also believe and therefore speak. All authority belongs to the Lord, but He can't use it without a body. And you are, His authority flows. Without you, the authority of Jesus cannot work. He flows through the church, flows through the body. I give to you all authority, Jesus said. You have so much authority. He has designed the church to exercise His authority. Faith is developed by the Word of God. We believe, therefore, we speak. See, Jesus never cast out demons with his thoughts. He cast them out with his words. I am the Lord that healeth thee. You know that song? You sent your word and healed my disease. Sent his word and healing came. Speak words of faith. Why? Life and death are in the power of the what? Not of, yeah, of your tongue. Not of your thoughts. Life and death are in the power of your tongue. So the anointing of God comes through. The, and a light unto my path. When I feel afraid, 
I think I've lost my way. (laughs) So the Word of God becomes the first thing that we need to understand in regards to the anointing of God. Now, the reason why I'm saying this is because I've seen people who have fully swung towards the manifestations and the presence of the Holy Spirit with no Scripture and no Word, therefore no depth. And one thing that I think that, uh, and I feel very proud of, to be honest, is uh, we had many years growing up in this church, Annersbrook Church, as a kid, learning the Word of God. Not knowing too much about the Holy Spirit, but learning the Word of God. And when the Holy Spirit was poured out upon us as a church many years ago, we had the Word and now we had the Spirit. And it was an incredible balance, I thought. And we were able to express and we have continued to express both in in good balance. I think that we have seasons though where we swing as well where we get deep into the Word of God and deep into the things of God, the things of the Spirit of God. And having both gives incredible balance. What do you think? You agree with me on that? Read it. One practical thing for you this morning. <laughs> read it. Well, Brent, I don't read. Okay? There's so much access available now to the Word of God, it can actually read back to you. You don't even have to read it. It can read to you. Um, let the Word work in your life. Why? Because the Word has power. It is the first thing in understanding the anointing of God which brings blessing on your life and brings favour upon you. The Word of God. Okay, let me show you this. Hebrews chapter 4, verse 12. For the Word of God is living and it's powerful, it's active. And it's sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing even to the division of soul and spirit and of joints and marrow, and is a discerner of the thoughts and the intents of the heart. Just seeing if it was the right translation. So it's active, it's alive. There's, there's three realms that are spoken of here. One is the spirit, one is the soul, is the soul and the other is the body. Spirit, body, and soul. The Word of God is living and powerful and it connects through every aspect of who you are. Spirit, soul, and body. The Word gets, has got to get into your spirit. See, faith begins here. Faith is in the internal aspect of your life. And then there is the discerner of the thoughts and the intents of the heart. That's the soul area of your life. And then there's the joints and the marrow, right? which is the body aspect. So the Word is powerful. It's progressive. It's alive. It's dynamic power, and it's power producing more power. The Word, other scriptures say the Word is swift, uh, or other translations, the Word is swift. It's alive, and it quickens us first in the Spirit. So now power is produced in my life. It begins to be generated in my life because I've got the Word here in my spirit. It increases in my spirit. The Word is received 
in my spirit and then it begins to increase. And as it increases, it pumps itself into my soul, which is the mind, the will, and the emotions, right? So it's, it's, there's this energy, there's this it's setting things in motion when the Word is set in my spirit and it begins to achieve some things. So Isaiah chapter 55 verse 11 my word, that, so is my word that goes out from my mouth. It will not return to me empty, but will accomplish what I desire and achieve the purpose for which I sent it. So my word that comes out of your mouth, it will not return void. It shall accomplish mighty things for God. The word creates results. When you are born again, your spirit becomes alive, Right? And when the Word enters my spirit, something of a work of God begins. You become alive. You are born again by and your body, bringing hope and healing. Now, you are fully surrendered to Jesus when that takes place. That's why salvation is a work in progress. It's not just a, I made a decision one day. It's actually, no, I've lived out, I'm living out my life with Jesus. I am on a journey of salvation. I'm on a journey of understanding what the Word of God means for me and for my life. I think I have more faith now than what I had when I was a kid. I think I've got more understanding of the Holy Spirit at work in my life than I did when I was a teenager. I've, there's a progression. What, what's God been doing in your life recently? What's... What could you say comparing yourself to a year ago or 10 years ago or even 20 years ago? What's God been doing? What's the progress that's going on in your life? That progress comes from the Word of God being activated in your spirit. And from your spirit goes into your soul. So the Word of God begins to be activated into your mind, your will, your thoughts, your emotions. And then out of there, from your soul into your body and health can be expected. Anyone agree with me on that? It's the Word of God. The Word of God is first. And when we connect with Him, we have these moments of worship, but worship is Scripture. That's why it works. Even prayer is Scripture. Best way to pray is not just blah, blah, blah. Actually praying based on the Word of God. Worship, scriptural words. So you see how everything works. All my years of Sunday school, all the songs I know, all the songs I sang in those days that I still know even today. Already sang a couple of them this morning. They're there. David said, thy word, God, your word have I hid in my heart. They're there in my spirit. It regenerates your soul and it regenerates your body. And you become a conduit connected to the power source, which is God Himself. So when there is a demand on your life for a work of God working through you, then you can expect things to happen. Remember, Jesus is walking with this crowd of people and there's a woman who comes along who'd been sick for 12 years. She places a demand on Jesus by touching the hem of His garment and she is instantly healed.
But there were a whole lot of people walking around Jesus. So there was a moment when there was a demand placed on the anointing. Jesus didn't have the anointing just with the crowd. He had the anointing because it was as soon as that woman placed a demand on it, he felt, he said, I felt power flow through me. Well, we kind of think, well, Jesus had power flowing through him all the time. Well, probably not because he felt power flow through him, through him at that point in time because someone placed a demand on the anointing. God, there are people out here, the people in Nelson, people in New Zealand, who are looking for hope and who are looking for healing. And God's called you and I to be that wire, to be that conduit, to be that vessel, that instrument, allowing Him to flow through us. The Bible says that there is a river that flows from the throne of God. That's an anointing, something there, bringing hope and healing to the nations. When we connect to His power source, when we connect to Him, we become that vessel. We become, allow that river to flow through us. There's a river of life flowing out from me. It's the Spirit of God. So this morning, God wants to heal you. Spirit, soul, and body. That's what He wants to do. He wants to regenerate you before He can get you to regenerate others. You gotta be whole. The sick can't heal the sick. The dead can't heal the dead. You've got to be whole. So what's ailing you? What's going on in your, in your life? And what does the Word of God say about that particular situation for you? What could you believe for? What could you believe for? Could you believe that your mind could be completely healed? It might have been suffering from depression. Could you believe that God could do something? Start to connect to the power source. Allow the Word of God to get into your spirit in regards to what God wants to do for you. Can you believe again? Some of you have maybe given up. Maybe felt like, well, I believe once. I believe twice. Three strikes, God, you're out. Maybe there's a power available for you to forgive. Some of us need power to forgive. <laughs> I know it's a choice that we make, but we need God to come and cleanse us of our unforgiveness. Because we try and do it on our own, we can't. We find we can't. Hatred. It's not scriptural. So we love but we need God's love. Because we can't love on our own. We can't. Bitterness. It's all stuff that keeps us in a place of unhealthiness. God wants you whole. And you can be whole. And you can be healed. You can connect to the power source, to God Himself. Connect to Him and let Him flow through you. You can connect to Him, the Spirit of God rising up within you. The Holy Spirit is already 
on you, in you. He's already here. He's, he's not in a room. He's here in you. You place a demand on him. Jesus went up to the blind man and said, what do you want? <laughs> what do you want me to do for you? Well, can't you see? I can't see. I'm blind. But for some reason, Jesus had to ask him, what do you actually want? What do you want me to do for you? Jesus is here now. What, what do you want him to do for you? What do you want from him? Wholeness, healing brings freedom. The Spirit of the Lord is on me and anointed me. I can proclaim good news to the poor. I can proclaim freedom for the prisoners. I can bring sight for the blind. I can proclaim the year of the Lord's favour. This is good news, everybody. Christianity is good news. It's the best news anybody could ever, have, ever hear or ever have. It's good news. Father, I pray right now in Jesus' name. God, you just do a miracle where a miracle's needed. Bring a sign where a sign's needed. Bring a wonder, God, a wonder. You know, I wonder why God did that. Well, it's a wonder. We just wonder. Bring something, God, of your power, your anointing upon us. God, you know I need healing. God, you know I'm broken and I need fixing. God, you know I need a bit of repair work in this area of my life. God, you know I need to repair the trust, Lord. My trust with you, God. And God, you know I need forgiveness. God, you know... I'm sick of being hateful. I, I want to have your love. I want to know your love. Come on, right now, you can, you can do it. So I welcome you, Holy Spirit. I welcome you into my life in a powerful way. Not just being passive, but generating, regenerating power that affects every aspect of my life. Thank you, Lord. hope you enjoyed this message. If you're wondering what the next step in your faith journey looks like, please get in touch with us. Email us at info at or visit our website.